Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is The Herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening to the show. Thanks so much for making us part of your day. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin Cowherd. And for the next couple of hours, I want to talk sports with you. It's a... uh, Rainy, ugly, late winter day in Southern California. Wherever you are, it's one of the few days where your weather might be better than Southern California, right? Unless you're waterfowl. Waterfowl have to be enjoying this day in in Los Angeles. Welcome in. Uh, we got a lot to get to. I think we got a pretty good show. Uh, but then that's because uh, I crafted it. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, who, who's, who's going to tell me that it's not a good show? Um uh, Justin Fields did the old unfollow of his current team. Ooh, what's that mean? We'll talk with Randy Mueller, of course, who was executive of the year. He's been a GM in the National Football League. He'll join us. We'll talk some NFL. Olden Polonies, OP, will join us. Um, how will the Clippers handle being what feels like the favorite or the quasi-favorite? Oh, and we had a little basketball last night. I got... Uh, I, I want to discuss some some Damian Lillard stuff and the, the two different NBAs that we have. But let's start, frankly, let's start with the NBA because a lot of people continue, continue to talk about the debacle that was the All-Star game. Now, the reality is the ratings were actually up. They, they were up. Now, can we draw a conclusion that no Daytona 500 can we draw a conclusion that I don't? I, again, I don't know what drives 
5.5 million uh, viewers to watch that. But the numbers were, I think, up 14% is what I saw. Part of that is what TNT does a great job. They've, they've taken the ESPN full circle model and done a great job of it. What's that mean? Well, so they had, I guess on all their networks, they had some sort of different programming. Do you, do you know what this is? Like they had, Barkley was on one, right, where they were just chatting. I guess they had a bunch of, you know, they have True TV, they have TNT, they got TBS. Is there one more? USA? Was it on USA as well? And what they do, and this is kind of clever, genius programming, is they pool all those ratings together. Now, again, I don't traditionally watch the All-Star Game. I mistakenly turned the channel on when I was looking for something when a, a rerun of Yellowstone went to commercial. And I was like, ah! And then I I just didn't change for, for maybe a minute. But there is that clever accounting of, like, how'd the game rate? Well... If you pool all the numbers together, there were actually more impressions and more people watched. I don't know what the reality to it is. But anyone can watch and go like, that was bad. Even LeBron, when he came off the court, thought that was bad. Adam Silver kind of pumped it up as it would be better. And then you could hear from the deflation in his voice. It was bad. No one watched and said, this is a great representation of the 450 best basketball players on earth. Did anybody watch that? Not the representation that you want. But I do think that there's a certain amount of, what's the word I'm looking for? Credit, blame. Um, look, look, we do this all the time with presidents, Right? What did the market do when the president was in office? What did the market do? It doesn't necessarily mean supposedly presidents don't really have anything to do with the market, right? The Fed is not supposed to be influenced politically. And the the only thing that seems to, we think, help the markets, one would think a Republican would help the markets, although... The last four years have been spectacular if you play the market, right? Then there was COVID, then the post-COVID explosion, then the inflation because of all the money we dumped in. We dumped all the money in because it was COVID. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. But generally, when we elect or choose not to elect people, we say, "Are are we better off now four years later than we were before? And the president, whether it really is their fault or whether it really is something that they did to help it, they get the blame. Or they get the credit, right? So what if we did the same thing for LeBron James? What if, again, just stick with me for a second. Okay, what if we did the same things for LeBron James? And I would say LeBron, the LeBron era, it's obviously been longer than uh, four years. And part of it is the longevity of his of his career. But LeBron James in the LeBron James takeover of the NBA. When did that start? Because you can't be the guy in the league until you win the league, correct? And really, it's probably until you win the league a couple times. So if we're fair about it, and I don't know if he truly took it from Kobe, because one of the things we do now is we we misremember Kobe Bryant. 
Like it wasn't Kobe's NBA. It just never really was. It doesn't mean he wasn't the best and most dynamic and frankly, most hated player, but the reverence that people have for Kobe Bryant now, especially NBA players now and the mama mentality, those aren't his contemporaries. Those aren't guys who played with him. They respected him, but they didn't like him. Um, I would say Michael Jordan was revered, feared, and respected. I think for Kobe, it was more respected. I think for LeBron James, there's a reverence to his, his talent, his longevity. And I definitely think that he wants to be liked. Whether they all really like him or not, he wants to be liked. Like, he's forced this Steph Curry friendship. If you, if you like, That's the perfect example of it. Like people are like, well, is Steph kind of creeping up on the legacy of LeBron James? And remember, they didn't like each other. Or at least Steph didn't really like LeBron, never really engaged in any of the LeBron talk, even when Steph won a unanimous MVP. And I thought LeBron was right for what he said. He just probably was the wrong guy to say it. Or he's like, look, Steph does historic things. He's incredible. But when you talk about unanimous MVP... You know, do you, there's a lot of things that make up the MVP. In other words, what he was saying is like, I do way more to carry a team than that guy does. So I don't think that it's a, it's a real friendship. I just don't. It's like, we're trying to figure out if Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are real. I can tell you that LeBron James and Steph Curry, that's not a real friendship. It ain't like every time Steph comes to town, he's like texting LeBron, like, let's get dinner. That's not happening. Not happening. But if we look at LeBron James and his career, like when did the LeBron era take over? We okay with somewhere in the 2009, 2010 variety? He won his first MVP in 09. He got to Miami in 2010. He won a championship in 2012. That was the 2011, 2012 season. That's about when the era took over. That's when it became kind of his league, his league. And so I I think the thing that is, the thing that most of us see through with LeBron is he never takes ownership of anything unless it's seen as a good thing, which is very normal for most of us, right? Only give me credit, don't give me blame. But that's not leadership, right? Leadership is my bad. Leadership is, you know, I said something and people took it and ran with it and I should have stepped in and said something. Coaches hire, coaches fire. LeBron, I've never had anything to do with it. Players are moved. LeBron, I've never had anything to do with it. His name mentioned in a trade. I just found out about it on Twitter like everybody else. There's a, I, I just can't believe that that happened. And he does the same thing with the NBA. Like, look, now, heck, now he's 39 years old. Now he's, and and if we want to say, well, like, no, it's never been, he doesn't have that much power and control. And like, dude, his nickname is the king. He's got the chosen one across his back. He's a four-time MVP. He's won four NBA championships. And you, you have a substantial number of players in the NBA. Granted, they don't have the depth of knowledge. Some of them weren't alive when Michael Jordan played, but they'll say like, he's the greatest of all time. If you're that guy and you're that revered and respected, 
by your contemporaries, well, then you're like E.F. Hutton. Oh, God, am I dating myself? Probably a little bit. Okay, so just side note, Doug Gottlieb in for Collins, I heard on Fox Sports Radio. E.F. Hutton was a financial advisor company, right? They did, and they had a famous commercial series that said, when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. Great ad campaign, right? Amazing ad campaign. Like, the, I, I love Mad Men, the show, but like, felt like 80s, maybe late 70s and 80s and early 90s with jingles. Where's the beef? The Doubleman Twins. That was when marketing was at its absolute apex. Brilliant stuff. Anyway, if we're going to sit here and say, all right, his tenure is coming to an end, his um, reign, if he's the king, or his... Uh, uh, what do they call it when you're a, a president, when you're, your four years are up, when you're, uh, what, 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 what was the word I'm looking for? Uh, God, I'm just blanking on the word. Is it tenure? Yes. Tenure. When your tenure is up, we look back and say, all right, what happened? Whose fault is it? And you take the blame and you get the credit. It's like bird and magic, for example, right? They get credit because under their reign, during their tenure of the 1980s, the league exploded. The rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics was reformed. And the league went from on tape delay for the NBA finals to frankly, the most popular professional sport. That's a, whether it's all of them, whether it's the timing, the proliferation of cable television, okay? Whatever it is, Magic and Bird get credit for that. Jordan gets credit for the globalization of the game, right? Because he was the guy with the dream team. He did international stuff, and it's when people want to be like Mike, and he made people believe he could, he could fly. If we want to look at causes... For the all-star game debacle, for the things that we don't like, doesn't LeBron James get some of that blame? He absolutely does. Even when he walked off the floor Sunday, he was like, man, it was basically like saying, like, yeah, it was bad. We got to do something about it. What do you, you got to do something? You're the leader. You like to say this is your league, and this has progressively gotten worse, not gotten better. I, I didn't... The truth is that the Spurs were the first to tap into the, why do we have to play our guys all the time? If it's not a good idea for us, why do we have to? Remember, Greg Popovich had guys listed as old. That's why Tim Duncan missed games. He wasn't BSing anybody. He's like, look, they're old. I ain't going to play them every night. But it is during LeBron James' reign. And I know injuries and age play a factor. But can we point out with the L.A. Lakers, he's played 55, 67, 45, 56, 55, 49 games. All right. Uh, and, and look, some of me says like, well, he's finally gotten smart. All right. Don't be putting yourself out there every night. But again, it's a different set of rules when you're the king, when it's your league. That's the league that you got to show up to every night. Sorry, dude. You know? You got to kiss babies and shake hands. You got to do all these little things you don't want to do. Why? Because you're the president. Why? Because it's your league. The globalization of the NBA, which started under Jordan, 
right? Has gone full, kind of, it's fully into bloom now. I mean, the league is frankly dominated at the top by the internationally born star. Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Luka. Right? All of this during LeBron James' reign, during his uh, tenure. And I got to be honest with you, I think he should deserve some of the blame. How does he play? Downhill bully ball. Now, look, some of the other things that people copy, which is great, which is he does, he is willing to make the great pass. He's more magic than Jordan in that he would rather make the right play and the pass to somebody else making the shot oftentimes than making it himself. So some of that is good. And a lot of that is replicated by young stars, college stars, professional players as well. But he doesn't play like Jokic. He doesn't play like Luka. Right? Probably more like Embiid, to be totally honest. Right? And my point is that when we're looking at things to blame, how did we get here? It's completely fair to say, well, there's some definite good things that have happened in LeBron James' tenure. He took the bullet for other people in leaving his hometown team in his prime to go win a championship and try something else. That's like it's a brave thing. It's a brave thing. No one will ever compare that. Just like Durant, like Durant left the team that drafted him. It wasn't his hometown team, but it was the team that was just beaten by Golden State to join Golden State. But it was never Durant's league. LeBron did it before that. LeBron caught a lot of the heat. He wore the black cap for a year and then showed he could figure it out and won some championships as they added Ray Allen as another piece. But I just think it's interesting. Like when we take stock of the NBA, And I would gladly tell you that the NBA is more talented, more skilled, has an un, and I think more imaginative offensively than at any other time. Go back and watch 90s, even Jordan basketball or whatever. It's a lot more imaginative bait and switch and ball movement and all kinds of different dolled up stuff. There are good things that have happened. While LeBron has been the king. And if we're going to give him the blame when things go bad, we got to give him the credit when things go good. Okay? Taking care of your body, that's become cool with LeBron. That, that's be, definitely, that's a great thing. His longevity is amazing. His desire to play defense, to be a two-way champion, big thing. His desire to pass, to make the right play, huge. They are good things. But if we're going to blame guys just... They don't have any sort of allegiance to their to their club. That's LeBron. If we're going to blame the debacle that is the All-Star game, that's LeBron. And even though LeBron played mostly mid to high 70s in games in his career, when it's become a major issue, okay, when, uh, when resting players has become the bane of the TV world's existence, In the last six years, he has only played more than 60 games once. And and granted, there was the groin injury. There's been a myriad of little injuries here or there. And there's been major injuries. And then last year, of course, we remembered somehow heroically, he played through injury 
that would have to require surgery and never did. But that's that it was heroic. Being king of the NBA is like being president of the United States. All the good, all the bad, you catch all the blame. And LeBron is trying to duck and dodge from the blame. Rightfully so. But the all-star game debacle is only part and has to be part of his legacy. All right, let's get to some other stuff going on uh, in sports. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. It's The Herd on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Doug Gottlieb for Collins. I heard on Fox Sports Trade, the iHeartRadio app. I, I do want to, I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to go to Twitter for a second. Add Gottlieb Show is my Twitter handle. And um, Pandolci42, some lady named Judy. Um, this is why old people shouldn't use young people's expressions because they get them confused. I'll explain in a second. First, let me read you the tweet word for word. And then if you don't understand the contradiction in the tweet because she's using a term that she clearly doesn't know what it means. You ready? Okay. At Gottlieb Show. That's the Twitter. Can I still say Twitter? Or do I have to say X? It's Twitter. Okay. I love listening to you. Thank you. Listening to you right now on Cowherd. Thank you. I just hate when you meet ride LeBron. You don't like him. I get it. Just stop already. Do we understand the contradiction in terms there? Okay. Meat riding. I think you can know what it means. That means when you like a kiss. That's, that's the new term for brown nosing. Remember we said he's a brown noser. Now he's a meat rider. Good. Okay, that's the opposite of when you don't like somebody. Correct? 
Like I, I am, I'm, I have teenage kids. It's the greatest thing ever. They tell you all the terms and they go like, oh, you can't say it yourself. Right? You can't say sus or something's mid. Like, no, we used to say suspect all the time. That's fine. You can't say sus. Hey. Eh? So, Judy, I appreciate the feedback. I know you think I don't like LeBron. I, it has nothing to do with it. All I do is give the fair, honest, straight down the middle. There's a lot of great things that he's done. Like I said, taking care of your body. Okay. It has become all or nothing about winning championships. I, I think that's honestly where, um, where Jay Williams went wrong with his assessment of Caitlin Clark because he's been on for a hot take, I mean, first take so much that he just thought like uh, all of a sudden he had those flashbacks to first take and was like, she's not great. She hasn't won a championship. We judge people by championships. Skip, skip, skip. No, that's like, that's not how it works. But Judy, the big thing is you need to go Urban Dictionary and understand that you're, you're contradicting yourself saying I'm meat riding LeBron and I don't like LeBron. With that, we welcome in Dan Wojcicki. He joins us. He covers the Lakers and the NBA for the LA Times. Dan, I'm not going to make you comment on Urban Dictionary. Um, but I guess, look, my thing on LeBron is, if we all agree it's been his league for over a decade, how much blame should he take for the fact that they have zero desire to put any effort towards playing in an All-Star game? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's it's hard to know if it's just sort of if it's LeBron, if it's like the greater sort of basketball culture at large, if it is, you know, the impact of medical people on the game as a whole, right? I mean, a, a general fear of injury uh, that, that really exists throughout the league um, when it comes to these types of things. Like, and I do think that's sincere. Um, you know, it's... I generally tell people, and, and I said this earlier about the Lakers this season, and I, I kind of feel it's probably true about the All-Star game too, like complex problems usually don't have simple solutions. Like there's probably like six or seven things we can point to. It, it is sort of, I think, a um, like a gumbo of problems stuck, for lack of a better term. It's not just a singular ingredient. I, yeah, I mean, I think there's a world in which, you know, LeBron could like – you know, in your 20 set some sort of tone. Um, do I think LeBron could get, you know, Jokic and, and Anthony Edwards to play harder? Probably not. You don't think so? I don't. You I you don't like, don't. this is I like, don't. it's like the chef I, that comes I, I out of the kitchen. Guys are operating on their own planes. Okay. Totally, actually. Like, I mean, I, I think, is, you know, like LeBron's sort of like touch on the All-Star game this year, right? Is like pretty minimum. Um, you know, he was there for, but 10 minutes he played something like that. Like, I, I just think like, I, I, I think there's five or six issues at play here, Doug. Like, I mean, I'll, I will, I'll throw this one out there too. Mm-hmm. I, I thought there was, you know, at least early in that game, better effort and guys just made everything. And there is an element too of sort of like, cool. All right. It's gonna be that kind of game. Like you, you, it's sort of, you know, and I think LeBron said this post game too, like, I mean, it, the league is also moving in this direction, you know, as well. I, I just don't think it's one thing. I, I understand, but the league is moving in the same direction for so many of these things, which turn off fans, even though when it's sure. at its best, I think the product is way better than it's ever been. I mean, that's my, my personal there's I think more talent. There's more talent and skill in the league today than I can ever think of. No question. No, I like in our lifetime, I mean, like, do people understand how big Luca is and how 
un, like if we were kids, he'd be a power forward. He's yeah. a point guard who does everything, right? Like these guys are amazingly skilled, but the perception is, and the perception is created by the fact that you don't play hard at all in the all-star game. You don't play close to 82 games. You're complaining about a 65 game cutoff for awards. You know, even Jalen Brown has got a gigantic new contract waiting for him. It's like, ah, 58 is probably better, right? Like it's like, how, what's the, yeah. what's the least. And I, I do think this, and this is no fault to their own, but I do think it's like a snapshot of a societal push to do as little as possible and get paid as much as possible, right? Turn on your Instagram. You're like, ooh, all I got to do is click on this thing, and then all of a sudden I can sell products yeah. on Amazon and make money? We're, How yeah, can I do as little as possible? a little bit. Sure, sure. So yeah. it's a little bit of a societal thing, but like that's the way the league is viewed by older people, okay? They're making more money, they're working less, and they have no desire to show us any sort of reverence when they get the honor of being an all-star and it's LeBron is the biggest name in the league and he's like yeah it sucks what's happening in the league can you do anything about it I mean what am I going to do Who well well Doug here let me throw this and, and I, I I do it at the uh, the risk of sounding like some sort of derogatory urban dictionary um, term I, look I LeBron gave everything in the in-season tournament Right. Sure. Like he did, he did compete at a level that that helped legitimize, you know, what this league is trying to do, um, you know, in, in in other ways, right? And now look, whether or not that was for pride of basketball, if it was for five hundred thousand dollars, which is is less noble, certainly. <laughs> um, you know, regardless, like like they played hard. The Lakers played really, really hard at that point. I I think. One of, one of the things, Doug, that I look at this as, and I look at the All-Star game, that this is probably my biggest All-Star game issue, is that, um, right, like, NFL is king, right, um, in, in the sports landscape. Uh, every Sunday is an event. The games all matter. Um, it is, and then they only escalate from there, right? Like, I think um, we've seen this in other sports. Baseball struggles with this. Hockey tried it with the stadium series in addition to the all-star games and all of these different things, like you need to eventize these events, the regular season in certain ways. So the NBA, you know, has the same season tournament. Their only other real event that they have is all-star weekend, you know, before we get to the playoffs and the NBA playoffs are excellent. The the, the playing tournament has been a total success um, to your point. You know, I mean, you flip on the TV on a Thursday night, you're going to see, there's a pretty good chance you're seeing some level of transcendence in a player. Right, like you're going to see somebody who's doing things we've never seen before in the league, whether it's someone like Kevin Durant, who is unparalleled size and skill, Luka Doncic, who's just like a bulldozer point guard, Nikola Jokic, who's like a combination of virtually every great player. Uh, whatever, you're going to get something like that, but like it, it needs to feel special. And, and to me, like the All Star Game is an opportunity for that. And, and as the league is looking for things to sell. Um, as it comes to these TV deals, these rights deals, um, they only have so many products. And if one of their big products is consistently a dud, yeah. um, to me, like this is the issue for players. This is, you know, a combination of like big picture financial worries yep. and sort of shame are the two weapons the NBA has to get this product better. Now, I will say, and, and I spoke to Anthony Davis about this after the All-Star game, and I thought it was really kind of an interesting thing to say. Half trying is like a hard speed for players to get to, you know, like it is just like, it's an uncomfortable place. Like, you, you know, um, these are guys that play at a, at a very particular 
pace throughout the regular season. They ratcheted up in the playoffs, um, you know, to kind of find like this sort of like he, he basically said, like, you can't sort of compete. But that's like the antithesis of like what it takes to actually compete as a pro athlete. And, and I think there's something to that. I think it's an uncomfortable pace. Yeah. I don't think I, they may, know how to maybe. Do it. Maybe, but I, I would tell you that I think a lot of this is layered into this is how guys have handled all-star games throughout AAU uh, sure. in high school. And, you know, very few of them did anything with college. But but it's and, and also we operate under this sports wide narrative that, oh, you could get hurt where. Well, the fear of injury, the fear of injury is like a real factor in this. I, I, I know it is, I but the, no, it's, a, it's I just don't think it's that big of a it's not. It's not, but that's it. Yeah, but I it's, think it's overblown. I, I would agree. Dan Wakey joins us, covers the Lakers and the NBA for the LA Times. Okay. Um, how much of the Bucks issues are in coaching? How much of it is in personnel? I mean, I think, right, like, this was a team that was built around a very, um, a very sound defensive core in principle. And um, they swapped... Uh, one of the best defensive guards for one of the best offensive guards. I mean, I just think like on surface, right? And like that's a huge adjustment, and that and that and that that causes you to to completely, completely alter the way you play basketball. And and if you're a team that is, especially if you have big guys that are that are used to like playing a certain style of defensive basketball, who now have to scramble more, who have to help more, who now are being put out of position more, and aren't aren't as productive on on that side of the basketball, that can cause frustrations and stuff like that. You get frustrated with systems. And I think if there's not a belief, especially with like a, a first time head coach, uh, a first year head coach like Adrian Griffin is, if like you, your runway for credibility is short, and if it's not working right away, um, it's hard to buy into it, right? And, and the Adrian Griffin whispers, Doug, were were out there pretty pretty long before he he you know ultimately was replaced. Um, I, I think you know, look, I mean, they're not playing great with a new coach. I mean, that's I mean, but but like, too, right? but like, look at at some point, everybody loves him. He won the three point shooting contest. He won the the MVP of the All Star game. Like at at some point, don't we sit there and go like, you know, it's like you said, you swapped out one for the other. I get it. Other guys have aged, maybe not as good. It's a different yeah. style. But at some point, do we go like, you know, maybe Damian Lillard was a leading scorer on a bad team, and the reason they were a bad team was. He just he's not a guy who elevates others. The best players in basketball elevate others and he's not able to do that at this level. Yeah. Yeah, Doug. I mean I, I, I think, right, like, I mean I, I'm hard pressed to, 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 to find one way players who are like championship level players. And and like some people would throw Nikola Jokic at me and say Nikola Jokic is a one way player. And and I would just push back on that. I just think that his sort of his presence obviously is incredible hands, but like you know, he's a guy that on the block, like, you can't move. Like, I, I mean, I watched Anthony Davis struggle with him in, in the Western Conference Finals a year ago. I was really impressed with him on that side of the basketball. Um, Steph Curry is a guy who has, you know, really worked very hard to become um, a much more credible defender sure. than he was, you know, earlier in his career. Um, you know, but, but like, even those guys, like, let's just mention those two guys. Those two guys are, are, are in team, are, on teams with tremendous continuity, you know, and if you're not going to be a good individual defender, Doug, like you need to know the other four players on the court. You need to like players say on the string all the time, but really what, what that is is like, you need to know that if you get beat where you're rotating to next, 
And that comes with time. That comes with continuity. That comes with feel. And, you know, this is a team that's, you know, basically had its core shook up at the start of the season and has had its core reshook up now here halfway through. Um, that's going to be tough to find. Sure. I really do think that's going to be a real issue for them. Um, they had a very, like I said, they had a very, very defined style of play defensively. Now, whether or not, you know, their their level of drop coverage and three-pointers allowed was going to continue to play moving forward is its own conversation. But at least they knew what they were doing. Sure. Um, and, and now and now I think they're kind of guessing and they're searching. Um, real, real quick, I mean, Clippers are a championship-caliber team. Lakers... Yeah. Lakers do not, they're not a championship caliber team, right? They adding Spencer Dinwiddie makes it so that they got some viability. They have another point guard, um, that, that they haven't had all season, uh, for, for whatever playoff run, but it does feel like they're standing pat because they expect to land another star in the off season. Who is it? I, I think it's a combination of that. I also think that it was just like really a, a seller's market. Um, you know, you add, each conference adds two more teams into the postseason mix with the playing tournament. They're just fewer sellers. You know, when you start hearing things that like Brooklyn is looking for multiple first round picks for Dorian Finney Smith, that the Bulls are, are seeking, you know, two good picks and a player for Alex Caruso. Um, if that's the role player cost, I, I think when the Lakers only had one first round pick to really put into play, um, that didn't make sense. And then I think you add in the fact that, you know, that on draft night, they can put three into play. And, you know, whether that's Trey Young or Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, maybe it's a more, you know, two-way focused player. Maybe it's a Mikel Bridges if he's available. Um, you know, to me, I think that's the places they'll search. They're, they're a team that always chases stars. Um, but, you know, it is an interesting conversation when you look at kind of what the, what the cost has been to get into these business. You know, I don't know that they've got enough to get into the Donovan Mitchell like Chase. You know, um, there are plenty of teams that are interested in him. Trey Young is a player that certainly has his um, critics around the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like that's a, a slam dunk decision. Yeah. Doug, they said this a lot um, two years ago when they didn't trade Russell Westbrook at the trade deadline. This was sort of the the kind of part of the rationale was if we don't do it today, we can trade three on draft night. They didn't make a trade. Yep. So I think they'll look, um, but they are in this sort of weird in-between thing. And to your point about the Clippers, I mean, yeah, I think the Clippers have, have proven to be a team that, has all the ingredients. Um, the Lakers, to me, feel like more of a team that's like a scary matchup yep. than it is like a team that you view as like they can win 16 games. They seem more like a team that can win eight. Yep. But but look, I, I, like I still year. think it, and I see it. You, you see the LeBron James, Anthony Davis fastball every so often, and, and when you see it, it's a good one. Awesome stuff, man. Dan, totally appreciate you joining us. Uh, hope you hope you stay uh, dry in the rain. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Do my best, Doug. All, All right. right, thanks for having me. Dan Wakey from the LA Times covering the NBA. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via Mercedes-Benz Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. Coming up on The Herd, um, wow, another member of the Pats dynasty calls it quits. Who is it? Find out next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Scott Galley in for Collins. It's the Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Let's get to Jason Stewart with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Hello, Jason. Well, hello, Doug. Um, you know, this is one of my favorite things used in the media nowadays. Uh, Antonio Pierce has raised some eyebrows, Doug, with the uh, comments he made on Max Crosby's 
podcast. Can you do the? Uh, can you raise one eyebrow and not the other? No, I'm not that talented. Okay. I, I can wink, um, but this is uh, an whistle? audio medium. So can you whistle? A little bit, not not with a whole lot of melody. Do you do, like? How do people do the finger whistle thing? Like, is that? A, do you have to be taught at a very young age? It's an amazing it's, coaching trait. You sh- you should have this. You should I don't have, have developed that. it. Oh, I don't have that. Um, but Antonio Pierce is a coach. Maybe he could do the whistle. He's raised some eyebrows, Doug, mm. when he went on uh, Max Crosby's podcast, and he said this about Patrick Mahomes. To me, I keep talking about just being consistent of winning. Mm-hmm. We got to win the division first, man. We got to knock yeah. off the team in red. Yeah, they've been dominating for seven years. Yeah, we got to we got to knock off the head of the snake. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, we got to do that first. Yep. Now knocking off the head of the snake. Yep. Number fifteen. Uh, Mike Florio, always kind of quick to stir stuff up, says that uh, maybe Antonio should watch what he says publicly. These Ooh. things are said behind closed doors. Ooh. Are your eye- eyebrows raised, Doug? No. That's because Mike Florio is he's either disingenuous, probably not, an idiot, no, or never actually played sports. Aha! Because cutting off the head of a snake is what you do in sports. You do it in basketball. It's not a, it doesn't mean take them out, right? It means you don't let that guy get the basketball. You don't, don't think he means literally you. take his head off and cut mm, it off? No, yeah. no. Because hitting somebody in the helmet is a penalty. <laughs> and Antonio Pierce is not an idiot. No. Um, news out of the NFL today. Matthew Slater, uh, many-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro Special teams guy. I think Bill Belichick's favorite player, if I'm not mistaken. He has officially retired. Mm. Um, great Patriot, several rings. How is Matthew Slater going to be considered? Just one of those guys that, like, not sure he plays in the NFL on any team, and yet he was a star or a, a known commodity with the Patriots. And it's like, Troy Brown actually had some statistically great years, but, again, known as a guy who played two ways with the Patriots, right? Played on both both sides of the football. I just they created these guys role that fit them perfectly and they may not have had much any role on another team in the NFL it's part of the lore to the Patriots they were great dumpster divers that's what they were they would they they dumpster dive I like that now now if you read all the stuff today that's been written about the guy you think he's a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer mm. do you put a special teamer in the Hall of Fame is he a Hall of Famer well, I think you just did, right? With a with a kick returner. So why not? Hmm. Why not? If you changed football games, you just put a guy who wasn't good enough as a defensive back or a wide receiver, but was an elite kick returner, punt returner, into the Hall of Fame. Okay, does that open Pandora's box? Why shouldn't it? For like an all-time kick coverage guy. Huh? That's Jason Stewart with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Um, okay, so if you didn't hear, Rick Pitino had a rant going back two days ago when his team lost. And what I, I think is going on here is something that's gone on in the car business and in other businesses where we're speeding up the normal process, where college athletics becoming pro athletics has gone awry. That's next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.